Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast. I'm Curious G. This week, we have a sensitive topic, depending on who you are. I'm hoping that if this gets a little personal for you, that you can still have an open mind. Maybe your faith is not strong enough to question it. Maybe you have the type of faith that sees questioning it as a sure ticket to hell. Well, this week, I'm actually going to look at churches. Now, I know for some people, this is one of the things that's taboo. This is one of the things that might make you leave the show forever. But at the same time, how can it be avoided to talk about? Now, I will put this out there. I may have some opinions that are fucking wrong. I might, actually. And I'm hoping (laughs) that somewhere along the line, somebody might sway me. I'd even use your book. Let's crack open the Bible and get to it. That's what I'm about. This is seeking truth in my mind. Now, last episode, I spoke about my personal beliefs. And I felt like I had to at some point. People have to know where I'm coming from. But I also recognize I might not be right. I believe I am. But then again, I question things all the time. I was at one point a Christian. And on this episode, we're going to dive into Christianity, churches, and the effect that it has on the minds of humanity. I hope you're up to it. Remember this, we're all learning, and don't take yourself too seriously. For here on this podcast, we all have the right to be wrong. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Ace Cannon, here with the illustrious... Curious G. Mm, Always sounds good when you say that shit. (laughs) Let me tell you something, man. This uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Mm, okay. Well, I say that every week, don't I? I know, but, it does, but guess what? Every week is different. Every week is different. Every second this is, is a, different. This is a sensitive topic. Am I going to cry? You might. So this, this is connected to my song, Churches. <laughs> Can you imagine where I'm going to go with this motherfucker? I can't. You're going to... You're going to convert to Christianity. Oh, wouldn't that be a nice thing? <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna go over something real quick with, without you talking for a minute, just to hear kind of what I got on the shelf, just to frame the conversation, okay? And then we're going to go off from there, right? You ready for that shit? All right, when it comes to the Muslim faith... The followers of the Quran, 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 is that how you say it? Quran. Quran, believe that it is the holy word of God. As Americans, we are viewed as infidels, right? We do not believe in their God. So we're doomed to hell for all of eternity. Are you terrified by this? No. Doesn't bother you? No. Okay. Not worried about going to hell? I'm also not worried about going to heaven. Okay. Now that's not true. I would like to go to heaven (laughs) if that's real. So most Americans really aren't. No, no more so that if we felt we would burn in hell for not believing in Santa Claus. 
or the Tooth Fairy. What? Now think back to 9-11. This is the rage that they feel towards us. The infidels for not believing in the religion that they were born into in a part of the world that presents the Holy Quran as truth. We do not believe in that God no more than we believe in, let's say, Zeus or Mithra. You know the God of Mithra? Mm, is that the one of plagiarism? <laughs> you don't know. You're bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that is bullshit. I, I think most people don't know who the God Mithra is. We'll, we'll tap into that motherfucker later. But, but Zeus, Mithra, we're not feared those motherfuckers. Just like we're not really worried about the Quran God. And they're probably not worried about our Christian God. And yet it seems quite logical to many Americans that I um, and the Muslim would burn in hell for all of eternity for not believing in their Christian God. So the question is, is who is right? Is it the Quran? Is it the Muslim? Is it me? Consider that both the Christians and the Muslims have taken sacred texts from the God Abraham, which was part of the Jewish faith. You know the God Abraham? The, mm, the Abraham, Abraham Lincoln? No, Abraham from the Bible, the Old Testament. You know what I mean? The Bible? Yeah, the Holy yes, Bible. Yes, I know. I'm the just Holy fucking Bible. with you, man. Yeah. So, so basically, we, the Quran and the Christian Bible came out of the same the thing, same which premise. is the Jewish faith. You know? What? They had, you know, the Old Testament was their text that we took, right? Um. But consider that both Christians and Muslims have taken the sacred text from the God, you know, the same God that Abraham represented, which was given to the Jewish people. Ironically, the Jewish faith doesn't believe that we burn in hell. What? They don't have hell. What? I'm switching right now. Did you know that hell is not in the Old Testament? Yes. Mm, a lot of people don't know that. I did know that. Basically, because it's not part of their belief system, which may explain why hell is not in there. Hell doesn't appear in our Bible until the New Testament. Typical. Now, perhaps you're aligned, someone in my audience, with the Protestant version of Christianity, which is the most popular here in the United States. Do you know why? Because it accepts everybody. <laughs> See, I think you're just trying to be goddamn funny at the moment. Man, I'm trying to bring some spice to this life. So, so basically, a long time ago... We came to this country to get away from oppression. One of those oppressive forces was the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. So the Protestant faith of Christianity was in protest to the Catholics, and they basically came here. This is, this is how we got here in America. Um, but the Catholics took the Old Testament from the Jewish people and then added the New Testament. Then in protest, that truth was presented in the Roman Catholic version created by the Protestant religion as a new type of faith. Does this seem how truth surfaces? Is this like the worst game of telephone ever? Yes. <laughs> no? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It definitely is. Yeah, I'm not a Christian. But I play one on TV. But I play one on TV. <laughs> Did you know that there's been 34,000 versions of Christianity? I didn't know the exact number, but that doesn't surprise me. That's a lot. Mm. That's a goddamn lot. It is a lot. I mean, 34,000. Which one's right? Which one's wrong? I don't know. But a lot of the Christian faith believes that unless you, let's say, accept Jesus, 
You're going down, down, da 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 da. You're burning to hell. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens to the nine million children under the age of five that die every year in the world without clean water, food, or medical resources? Sorry, they're going to burn in hell. You're burning in hell, I guess. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's fair. Yeah, sorry. That's fair. You should have known better. Yeah. You don't give a fuck, do you? Um, no, I do, but it's just, I, this is what my, my thought on religion in general is how can so many people be wrong and how can so many people be right? So it's just really interesting to me. So like one person believes in Jesus Christ. So all 99% of other gods aren't real. Statistically speaking, it's probably more so that you're wrong. Chances are. And this is my point with the 34,000 versions. Yeah. And what's crazy to me is like, like I said, I was, I I was raised in the Christian church. Contrary to belief. Both of my grandparents are preachers, so so was I. I thought about being a preacher when I was young. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I was 19, um, I started going to church real strong okay. for a couple of years, taught Bible studies, all kinds of stuff. And I believed so much in what I read in that book. Yeah. But I picked and I chose which parts I read. Without reading other parts? Without reading a lot of other parts. Mm -hmm. Now, as I got older, I started to look at things a little bit differently. You know, I started to look at things with, um, like, I had no idea that hell wasn't in the Old Testament. Like, that was a shock to me. I didn't know that when I was a Christian and teaching Bible studies. Well, it's like, why would they? Why would they what? Teach you. I mean, they, they, they want you to think that there's always been a hell. And and to me, in my mind, I thought that it was in there. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I obviously didn't learn that until later on in life. But I def like first time I heard that, I go what? And then, you know, because I've I'm the same way even now. I've never read the Bible completely through, but I've read a good chunk of it. You know, um, there was a uh, a book I read called the Good Book though, for a guy who read the whole Bible, and he tells all the funny stories in. I guess, I don't know if they're funny stories, but just weird stories in it. Mm-hmm. You know, how, like God killed a bunch of children because they called some guy bald. No, dude, they're, they're, if you read That's through, my favorite. if you read through the old Testament, there's some crazy shit in that motherfucker. Yeah. Like Adam and Eve. No, I'm just, so no, like if you go to Deuteronomy <laughs> or Leviticus, Ooh. they give you instructions on how to treat your rape victim. Yeah. No crop next to each other. That's one. Um, no two different garments, right? If I believe so. Something like Look that. Look at Some, So they basically broke down like this. Yeah. If you were a chick and I raped your ass, right? If, if you were crying, I'm in the wrong. But if you're not crying, you could be stoned to death. That's the good news for me. Mm. Um, but the bad news is I would have to give your father like about $500 of today's money, but in shekels of silver back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. I'd have to go and pay your dad and then you would marry me and sit across the table from me as my wife, <laughs> right? Isn't that fucking crazy? Women were seen as property, which is probably why there is no thou shalt not rape. Never made the 10 commandments. Never, Never showed up. It was the 13th, but there was enough room. Not in there. It, rape was completely expected. So there was even instructions in, I think, in the book of uh, Deuteronomy where let's say your your tribe beat the fucking shit out of these other group of people. 
you could go around after you killed and, as many people as you wanted to kill and pick out a virgin. Yeah. Right? Now, this is the way it explains in the book. Your Good. duty to, 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 to keep her in your faith <laughs> was to marry her at that point. In time, how, just like how noble you, of you, but you, you saved almost five hundred dollars because you yeah. didn't have to pay your father shit because you just killed that motherfucker anyway because yeah. your tribe won, yeah, right? Well. But so here's the thing: you're actually allowed to divorce her and leave her. I don't think they use the word divorce, but you were actually allowed to let her go if you lost interest. So you you could knock it off for about six months and be like, <laughs> ah, that mm. wasn't that good. Mm. But here's the thing. They were very specific. You couldn't enslave her. You had to you had to give her her freedom. You couldn't sell her off as property because you had taken her as a wife and you would be in violation to your God. Yeah, your God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there there was these rules on how you could rape mm. and kill mm. because they didn't have the same belief system as you do. Now, this is in this Bible that I, I didn't know that shit was in there. I see. I have a hard time fitting it in my head, and this isn't really. This isn't meant to be an attack on Christians, by the way. I know I just said a bunch of shit that sounds like that. I started framing it with the Muslim thing to kind of show the fact that this is the way they see us. They see us as infidels. They expect us to burn in hell. Maybe you're a Christian and you see me as a non-Christian as somebody that's going to burn in hell. Hold on a second, there, man. Sorry, we had a. A little bit of a technical difficulty. I spilt some water he on myself. He ain't telling the truth. I know, but I've tried to make us look line. good. See, this, you're going to burn in hell for this shit right now. Bro, that was a white lie so our fans can understand. We no, human too. But, but where does it stop? Where does it stop? Where does it stop? So, Right, right there. This, this, this isn't me. This is a sensitive topic, and I'm not trying to attack Christians. That's not the goal, right? What I actually wrote this song about is about kind of false religion, uh-huh. right? Which I actually see a lot of the Christian faith as false, but maybe they see my Taoist beliefs as false, right? Yeah. Um, here's the issue. Uh, there is some real world effects like 9-11 from people that believe some things. Yeah, the Crusades. The Crusades. Slavery. So there was there was something called the Doctrine of Discovery, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Doctrine of Discovery was? I don't. So you're going back like 600 years ago, right? There was a pope. He was the fifth pope that wrote the Doctrine of Discovery. What the Doctrine of Discovery did is it gave... Um, People were being charged by God to go out into the world, and anybody that didn't have your faith was seen as an enemy. Oh, you know what? I didn't know this. You I, did? I just listened to the 10 worst popes of all time about a week ago. No co- shit. Coincidentally. And yeah, that was, I remember, I I didn't know that. I, it sounded familiar, but I just couldn't remember where I heard it from. But that's where it was. Well, it was one of the things that that led to justifying slavery. Yeah. So it was um, the Papal Bolteranolius. I, I can't say this Papal Bolteranolius. Yeah. It was a decree explaining the policy of the Catholic Church about land. 
This decree gave European kings the right to discover and claim land in non-Christian areas. So in 1452, Pope Nicholas V extended this policy through the Papal Bill Romanus Pontifex. I can't say this shit. We'll just say that dude that declared war against all non-Christians in the world and authorized the conquest of their nations and territories, which is like Native Americans, right? Mm -hmm. Like we came here and kicked the fuck out. Wherever your family is from, like your history, they probably showed up there. South America, Central America. Yeah, that's why we speak Spanish. Uh, Yeah, that's probably why a lot of Hispanic people are now Catholics, right? First Christians considered themselves to be the only civilized people, and thus— They had the right and the charge by God from this Pope to treat non-Christians as uncivilized and subhuman. They had no rights to any land or any nation under this doctrine of discovery. The second thing, Christians had the God-given right to capture, and these are the words of the doctrine of discovery, by the way, to capture, vanquish, and subdue the pagans and other enemies of Christ. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Here's here's the continued language. Put them into perpetual slavery, and to take their possessions and their property. That seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. You know that's what they would say. But you're but you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing, and you're they believe the right that they were. Yeah. So this is why, as a country, we had slavery is because this was all part of coming out of the doctrine the of discovery. Old school. Yeah. This is why we did what we did to the natives. You want to hear something crazy I heard recently? Hmm. Um, this is, just has to do with that. The one thing that they were shocked about when Europeans came over here were how clean the natives were. And I just find that always so funny. That they thought they were civilized when they were actually disgusting humans that never bathed, never cleaned themselves. I just think about like a king's dick. Oh, jeez. Must have been so nasty. Oh, my God, dude. Fucking all how day much and never disease bathed. do you oh, think that bro, thing had? I'm surprised it didn't fall off. Probably a few did. Yeah, that's true. But they were rich, so they just sewed it back on. <laughs> maybe you could maybe you could make one of the slaves fuck somebody with your yeah, dick. <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is where propaganda came from. That that concept. Yeah. It was actually a, a word created by the church for the spreading of their of their message. You know, and I know there's some probably Christians right now that want me to fucking die because I'm speaking against their religion, but here, here's the thing. Um, you, you take like slavery and, and the things that's going on right now with race, right? I have a sister that um, her descendants came from Africa, right? My, I have a half sister, right? My descendants came from Europe, probably enslaved some of her descendants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we did some shit, but it was about business. That's right. It was about business. But all this justification came originally from the church. They actually had uh, philosophers that, that wrote philosophy. And what they basically said is God did not intend for sin to come into the world, and he didn't intend for slavery to come into the world. But just like sin exists, slavery is now a part of nature. Yeah. Right? So they, they justified this shit. And one of those versions of the 34,000 versions of Christianity, one of them is the Ku Klux Klan. Mm. Did you know that? They were a Christian organization. Yes. You know, and this is what can happen to the mindset of somebody that believes so much that they're right, that can justify things like enslaving a population. 
Now, now, how does this shit affect us today? Well, it's, you know, it's, although things are turning, we're still, quote unquote, a Christian nation, you know, so the deep, the deep thoughts are definitely something that is kind of rooted in the beginning of, you know, Protestant America. So it's something that's just kind of there and everyone that got away they want to, you know, you want to stay with what you, you came with in a sense. So mm-hmm. it's like, even though you're away from everything, times have changed. You know, a lot of people, you know, especially like where patriotism comes from and then the, the belief system of under this. I mean, we always say, you know, one nation under God, it's just ingrained in what we, what we are. Well, what they, what some are. Well, it's true. Yeah. It's true. If me and you were born in Europe under a king we would have believed that that king was placed there by God. By God, yep. And by serving the king in the kingdom, we were serving God. And most people in in that time period, they were born poor, they stayed poor, they could never get out of poverty. Here in the United States, we said, hey, you work hard enough, you can be king of your own castle, because we don't have a king. (laughs) So the thing that kind of was the drive over there was to be fearful of God, fall in line. Here, we kind of fall in line because we're after money. That, that bag, boy. That money, man. Trying to get that bag. Money makes a price out of everyone's life. Mm, preach. So, you know, the way, ways that it affects us here in this country is, do you think that a presidential candidate can be elected if they don't believe in Christ? No. Never has happened. Never has happened. Never has happened. Statistically speaking, one of them has to be. Mm. But nope, every one of them has been a, only one Catholic, right? Was JFK. Yeah. Every other Catholic. one was, and everyone was Christian. Of some form. Of one some, of the 34,000 yeah, yeah, 34, But it's like, but yeah, I, th- I think, I don't know if there's been another, I don't think there's been anything uh-huh. else uh-huh. except Christian and one Catholic. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it. That's the choices. That's, That's the choices. Insane. It is insane. That's insane. Now, this is what actually happens. Um, during 2020, we're all going through COVID. Are you aware that the Catholic Church was given $1.4 billion? billion. You are aware of that shit, aren't you? $1.4 billion. Who pays for that shit? I do. You do. We all do. That's right. We're paying the interest on that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what it was for? Giving relief to... Was it building? No, not buildings. That was the Notre Dame. It was COVID relief fund. Yeah, it was COVID relief fund. But you know what oh, they spent it on? Jets. <laughs> Worse. Boats. Worse. All those goddamn priests that had those sexual charges oh, against you, them in court. You, this is this. We said this on this podcast yeah, once. I was like, dude, I'm I, know this, I know this. Bring that shit back. Yeah, they I'm said. Bring that shit back. They said. They said Elvis is a pedophile, and then they gave out that money. There was all those priests. They got all those sexual charges for raping all them little motherfuckers. And yeah, it settled the up their court case. You know how many actually did time? Three. None. Oh, I was trying to pick a loan number. None. <clears throat> really? None. None. Hmm. None. Say it again. None. Thank you. No, not like the woman none. No. I, but no. zero. <laughs> not in you. Are we going to put that bitch in jail? None. Well, she didn't fuck Mayor Altered Boy. All the nuns gone. <laughs> she didn't fuck one Altered Boy. Yeah. Wait, a minute, wait a minute. Is it an Alter Boy or Altered Boy? Well, well those dudes. Wait, those wait, kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they definitely were altered in some mental capacity. 
Oh, you know, I give them a lot of shit. That's probably why their breast smells the way it does. I was, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Couldn't be that little boy booty hole. Ooh. But how can we realistically address the problems we face today if we keep having arguments distorted by religion, like abortion, gay rights, you know? I mean, God seems really concerned about us being naked for one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't like anything we do naked. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to see our dicks on the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? When thongs came to Florida, oh my God, dude. Them them priests and, and pastors, they wanted to stop the thong. And what did we do? We wrote the thong song. Yeah. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Well. But, you know, here here's the thing. Do you know Galileo? The astronaut? Yes. He is <laughs> he is being resistant today, dude. Because I'm really... No, of course I know Galileo. What What is your memory a, of the history of Galileo? Mm, well, obviously, he was a... What am I trying to think of? I'm trying to can't even think of the word right now. Looked at the stars. An astronomer. Astronomer. Thank he you. He was a scientist. Yeah, he was a scientist. Um, he was persecuted for speaking, you know, some negatives about that. The no, that yeah, he wasn't. We weren't the center of the universe. Bingo. Yeah. Um, he was locked up in a tower. And what was the story before he he wrote his paper? That, he wasn't speaking. He wrote scientific every, paper. Yeah, that every that everything revolved around us. Yeah, and who told us that? The Bible. Spiritual leaders. Okay. The Christians. Christians, yeah. I don't think it ever said that shit in the Bible. Yeah, I don't know. I just... But people that really don't know that explain shit because they're leaders. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Right? But yeah. But he was going against the grain of society by the scientific method. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. There was actually a process to his his truth where the other dudes, they kind of pulled it right, you know, right out of their ass. Booty hole. Yeah. And and basically they said that here on the earth that everything in space revolved around us, the sun, the moon, the stars, right? God placed us at the center of the universe because that's how important we are. You know, which we liked that shit. We were like, "Oh, okay. That's cool as fuck, dude." Yeah. But here it is with um some science coming out, right? What was the reaction of the church at the time? <gasps> exactly. The Inquisition was going on. They wanted that motherfucker to come and answer for his paper. Mm -hmm. He told them, look, man, I'm too old to travel. I can't do all that. Because he knew what the fuck was up. Oh, yeah. Right? And they weren't having all that. They were going to torture him probably to death for him to recant his words. And you know what that motherfucker did? He said he was sorry. Yeah. He did. He said, yeah. they ain't got to torture my ass. Yeah, no. no you're, problem. You're right. Now, here's the thing. Did it change the truth? No. Fuck no. Truth is the truth is the truth. You know? And I think that's that's important when it comes to science because science has given us so many things in on this planet that has moved society forward. Just with our health, our medical stuff, right? All of us rely on science. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I like there's a Christian scientist. My my stepdaughter was raised uh part of the Catholic church, but she became a Christian scientist, married into the Christian science religion. And they don't go to doctors and shit like that. Right. They don't believe in that kind of stuff. Right. But yet they, 
they wear prescriptions for glasses. No, don't even, <laughs> you know, yeah. God ain't going to heal no, their eyesight, yeah, the irony, but they need yeah. to go get a prescription. Yeah. You know what I mean? So th- th- we, we've <laughs> they got, stop at a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> but but we all rely on science, like the science of prescription glasses and shit like that, right? I wouldn't be. I think about thank God I wasn't born during you know the caveman days. I'd be fucking dead, bro. I can't see shit. I think about that all the time. Thank goodness I was born now. But if you look at science, science has brought people together, together, from all different cultures, all different languages, right? In the in the pursuit of truth. Yeah. There was a book um, called the Tao of Physics, and it was written from a physicist's perspective. They started to look at reality and its smallest form, and they said that it mirrors a lot of the belief of Eastern religions. A lot of the things that the Eastern religions believe, like Taoism, right, exists in this world of physics. Um, I find that to be fascinating. That is fascinating. And in there, there's no, um, there's a lot of change, basically. And this kind of goes back to what Einstein was talking about, E equals MC squared. Right? Everything is energy. Everything is just changing forms of energy. You know, this is what the physicists found. This is what the Eastern religions seem to talk about. But when you got something like um, the response to science that the the Catholic Church had, let's torture this motherfucker to death. <laughs> and my question is: is why can't science and our versions of spirituality work together? I mean, so, okay, I've, I've thought about this before, which is so, okay, so God created everything to, to someone who to was- some people. Okay, so that means that everything within science he created. Right. And if, if our whole life purpose was self-discovery, well, I guess not everyone believes that, but discovering yourself so eventually you can get up to the heavens above, wouldn't you want to constantly keep discovering what God created? You would think so. That, and it always has blown my mind like that. I've, I've thought about this a lot. It's actually something I asked in Bible school when I was a kid and I got yelled at. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I was just like, but it doesn't make sense. But I go, but isn't science what God already created? He just, he created humans to, to just, to advance, to like be better. And we're constantly being better. And I just, I, dude, I was probably like, I don't even remember how old I was, but I was single digit. And I, I just, my teacher was like, well, that doesn't, and I was like, it makes sense though. I go, it doesn't make sense to me. But I was such a kid where I was like, well, wouldn't it mean that he wants you to be better though? You know, like that kind of voice. So doesn't it mean that we're, we're discovering stuff? And yeah, you know, maybe I was like eight, seven or eight, I think. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me, the logic of it. And this is one of the biggest issues that I have today is I think that like, just like, you know, you take a Christian today, they don't think that the earth is the center of the universe. Why? Because they've accepted the science, right? Today, their spirituality seems to accept all that shit, and they still hold on to their belief systems, right? Huh? It's so weird because the new pope just accepts like gay people. Yeah, because so it's like, how does that how does that work? Well, I mean, the the Christian faith has constantly changed their belief system as they've incorporated other ideas, like Easter. Easter came from the goddess Ishtar. 
Ishtar. She was part of the Babylonian Empire's version of gods, the goddess Ishtar, which her fertility symbol was the egg. The egg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you can throw out a lot of examples, right? Just like before um, the oldest writing, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Right, goes back to the very first civilization that we are aware of. Well, actually, we've since discovered since older discovered, writing oh, yeah. recently. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but for a long, for a long time, time, the Epic of Gilgamesh was seen as the oldest writing. Right in there, there's a description of how Gilgamesh was supposed to build an ark, ark and load it and load it yeah. with animals two by two. And it's the same description. It's the same story, just like the story of Mises preceded Moses in the Bible. Yeah, you know these are things that you existed. Ever, you ever seen the movie Zeke Heist? Yes. Yes, yeah, I have. That, that whole biblical scene is great. Yeah. It's well, actually, the whole that whole movie is actually pretty good. But but these are these are stories, and and yet they impact our politics. Mm-hmm. The the biggest impact, I think, when it comes to Christianity, and this is this is actually the point of this episode, right? Um, one of the things that happens if I'm a Christian is I think, oh, I'm going to go on to heaven. I don't really need to be worried about this world per se, (laughs) in the face of the environmental catastrophes that we have right now, I'm sitting there going, oh, don't worry about that shit. Jesus is coming back. I don't need to worry about that. You know what I mean? We don't need to act. It's just the the hypocrisy is so fascinating to me. It is, dude. It's so fascinating because this is Mother Earth. Yes. God created this earth for you to be on, but yet I'm going to treat it like absolute garbage it just is so crazy to me. It's crazy to me too. Yeah, like I, I'm like I say I I'm I don't abide by any religion. You know, it sounds corny, but I always say, you know, I've said this on this, but like I'm a I'm a child of the universe. Like I don't know, but I know that there's something out there. And maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know, but I'd rather have faith in something than no faith at all. That's how I kind of I've always that's one of my favorite lines that I've said to people. I'd rather have someone have faith in something than none at all. You know, even if it's faith in yourself, whatever. But I just don't like. There's so many things that I don't understand because it's just, it's just like this. Just how you were picking and choosing to read subsections of the Bible, same thing. People just pick and choose whatever fits their narrative. Yeah, and that's all it is. But it's like, bro, if you're gonna be real with that shit, you gotta abide by the fucking book. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And this is where I go like with the with the Catholic Church that gave, got $1.4 billion. billion. Did they did they feed all the people that was hungry Mm-mm. during COVID? Mm-mm. You know, we had one in five children in hunger before COVID. After COVID, it's been much worse. Right? You know the statistic now? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Me either. But, but what I do know is that $1.4 billion... I did look at this. They could have fed every hungry person in the United States three, three meals a day and, and and only dip into about half of their money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and we've got real world problems today. And these religious people aren't paying any fucking taxes. They're not part of the solution, but yet they're involved with politics. Dude, that's the biggest. Another one. Just the separation of church and state is not real anymore, but yet it's something it's never been real. Hundred percent. That's never been real. That's the basis of what this com- this country was founded upon. So yeah, but they were supposed to. Yeah, man. <sighs> it's never just, been real. Yeah. I mean, we live in a country that has seventy five percent of the people that believe this Christian faith, right? Even though they don't go to church, right? Seventy five percent of of Americans are aligned with some version of Christianity, and that is the numbers, right? 
Can you tell that shit on the street? I can't tell. Mm-mm. Not when I walk around outside. I did see someone shitting down downtown Seattle this week. <laughs> You'll get some of that. And Maybe I, he's shitting out his sins. And I actually did the math on this motherfucker. If you look at all the churches that's in this state and all the homeless, if every church took four homeless people in, they'd be they'd be gone. They'd be four? gone. Four. If every church took four people, and you could take all the members and let them sleep on the couch this day and the couch that day. Bro, there's there's like there's a church by my house. I yeah. went there, I went there once. I it's not even that big. There's three extra rooms though. Yes, sir. Like literally three extra rooms where there was just chairs where they pushed tables into at the end. And it was, uh, well, the last one was uh, a coat room. Yeah. <laughs> they got the space. They don't pay taxes. And guess what? If you show up as a homeless person, you're get trespassing. Up. You're get going up. to fucking jail. And me and you are paying those taxes. And give me 10% of your money. Oh, it's killing me, dude. It's killing me. The archdiocese here in Seattle, three and a half million dollar home. Three and a half million. How did he get that money? Fuck, how do you think? I know. Just kidding. <laughs> I just, you got a job? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> He's explaining to us how we are got the sun revolving around the earth. Mm, you know, science. They they give yeah, they gave us all that wisdom. <laughs> but here's the thing, you know, I, I know how I'm coming off to a Christian right now. But at the beginning of this show, we talked about the ugly truth, the uncomfortableness, and sometimes we have the right to be wrong, right? Maybe I'm wrong. 100%. Maybe maybe Christ is the answer. I'd like to sit down with you Christians with a Bible, and let's see what we can find. <laughs> is that a challenge? Oh, dude, it is. I know it is. You know one of my favorite things in the Bible? The Is end. the Virgin Mary. <laughs> dude, the Virgin Mary. Yeah, that's possible. Well... Do you know how many books in the Bible it's in? One. Two? Two. Ah, damn. Two. Two. Yeah. It's in Matthew and Luke. It's the only places it showed up. Yeah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were the last four books written in the Bible. And this, the idea is not in chronological order, but that's the last four that were written. They were written 60 years after Paul stopped writing. Right? But all of the Old Testament gives you that who begat who, who begat who, Mm -hmm. because they're showing the bloodline that leads up to King David from Adam and then from King David to the Messiah, right? And they even named Joseph as the father. And the apostle Paul says that Christ came through the seed of David, Yeah. right? How can can Jesus have two baby daddies? Oh, he's God. Dude, it's going to be the best episode of Springer ever. Who yeah. is the baby daddy of Jesus? Was he born of a virgin or did was he born of the seed? Bro, he's God. That's just like that's that's a it's God. Mm. Yeah, I mean, scientifically speaking, it's very unlikely. Yeah, very unlikely. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. God Mithra was also born of a virgin. Mithraism was the biggest religion in the town where the apostle Paul grew up. Mm. Weird. Coincidence. He was also crucified, rose three days later, and had 12 disciples. What? No shit. Yeah. Raised the dead, all that shit. Coincidence? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. That's just what it is, man. It's just by chance. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Osiris, the Egyptian god, used to be raised from the dead and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, these are stories, man. Yeah. These are stories. And you can hate me if you want to, but in the face of God, global destruction 
<laughs> in the face of homelessness, in the face of everything that's going on in our streets right now, isn't there bigger topics to talk about than is my invisible friend real? Let me go to hell. I'll be glad to go to hell for you. <laughs> you be right. You, you, you be right. First. <laughs> you be right all fucking day. But can we goddamn take care of this environmental catastrophe that's happening? Can we? Mm. Not if we're fucking worried about fucking how you pray and um, there's an abortion going on, right? Mm -hmm. Let's let's take care of that shit because my God's pissed. Mm -hmm. You mad? You know. Yeah, I just I can't fit into my head. No, like I, like my sister's Christian, right? She's of African descent. That wasn't her religion. Her 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 history is they were enslaved, and they somehow ended up with the god of their slave owners. Coincidence? You beat somebody long enough, they'll fucking believe it. Yeah. I I don't get it, dude. <clears throat> Help me to understand. Okay, see, <laughs> Dude, I, I am, I'm just a person that says if anyone knows the truth and believes in it, like tells you, oh, I got the answer, bro, run. Yeah. Bro, run. You know what a humanist is? I would guess with someone that thinks, well, the people who believe that the humans have the best, like whatever the interest, best interest of a human is, is that what it is? Humanists believe in all the same morals that the Bible teaches. Love, oh. love thy neighbor as yourself. Oh, okay, I didn't know right? that actually. Yeah, be patient, be kind. Right? They have a they have a moral compass. Right? Without the religion, without the stories of the talking snake, mm. but they hold true to what a lot of humans hold true to. Let's try to be kind to one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what a humanist is. It's funny because I didn't really, I've said that. I've even said, the Bible has a lot of good lessons. Like every religion has a lot of good lessons. Yes. It just like, but it's like, I would have, you know, the golden rule, you know, treat others how you'd want to be treated yourself. I love like that, that shit. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, I, I've said that without even realizing what a humanist was. Like, I know I've heard the word, but I, I think I was thinking of it wrong for years. Um, but I'm just a person that does that. I go like, I love the you know, 10 commandments, but I just don't need the historical backing of it. It just feels like it's the common sense, good thing to do. Like, mm. it, I mean, people should act that way. Just, you know, don't kill people, bro. Be nice to your friends. You know, if someone's hungry, feed them. Mm. It's like, we're all brothers and sisters. That's another thing that, okay, we all do. We getting into this. No. Okay. Believe in science, right? Regardless. Mm. People, you're literally hurting your brothers and sisters because everyone came from just two people. This is another thing that always have blown my mind. Oh, it's crazy. It blow, it's like, but that's your brother. And the science doesn't export, uh, support that either. Why not? But, but that's your brother, you know? But it's just, there's so many little things within religion that are just hypocrisy, like just a hypocrisy. And it's just crazy. And in all religions, but I've said this about in general, I've said we're all hypocrites. Like everyone is, you just can't help it. You know, there's too many, they were complex beings, bruh. You know, we are complex beings, complex beings, but it's when we try to explain shit and we try to know shit that's beyond our knowing. Yeah. I've always said the universe, as I said, it on this podcast, I believe the universe is like explaining, explaining nuclear physics to an ant. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah. I think what actually happens is that the, the Christian gets a distorted belief and, and, and 
sees a self-image of themselves that has negative feelings, guilt, and mental illness. You know what I mean? Like there's some shame attached. Shame. Yeah, shame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna preach this stuff. I'm gonna believe this stuff. But when I go home, I'm gonna I'm gonna jerk off. Yeah. You know what I mean? God can't then, see me inside And then my how house. do I feel when I get done doing that? Well, it's it's the people, and I've always in politics too. Anyone who preaches something so hard, like you know, I'm anti-gay. Yeah, you're probably gay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm anti-abortion. Ah, you've paid for three of them. Hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Anyone who preaches anything too hard, so you got to be a realist. Like, just like there's some things I like, some things I don't like, but you can change my mind. It's when people like don't have their mind changed at all. That's what scares me. Even with new facts, new statistics, like I will, I am always willing to change my mind if someone gives me a good reason to. Same. Same. You know. I, I was dating this girl not too long ago that stopped seeing me because I wasn't Christian. <laughs> yeah. Now, my question is, is why didn't she come to me and say, you know, I'm going to try to save you. Let's read this book together. That never happened. You want to know something? What? <laughs> I am dating. Well, I've, eh, I don't know what we are, but she's very religious and we have great conversations because she's willing to listen to me. Okay. And vice versa. It's kind of like, hot. Yeah. I mean, she don't listen to me about anything else, but you know that she'll, she'll like, she'll, we'll go out and it's, it is hot. It's actually it nice to have a stimulating conversation Fuck yes. and just have her not be mad at me for my beliefs. But then, but then one day she, but then she always throws one day you'll realize it though. You know, that's like the premise of it at the end of the day though. So I'm like, so you didn't hear anything I just said, but Hey, thanks for listening. I appreciate that. And that's one of the things, like I would have loved for, for the girl that I was saying to come up and say, you know what? I'm actually concerned that you might be going to hell. <laughs> Let's read the Bible together. Hey. And I'll she, be like, okay. But that's, she cares. There's something to that as well. Never happened. She didn't care. Didn't care. No. Didn't care. She says, you're not, you're not part of what I believe. And what you believe is actually a threat to what I believe. So I'm going to back the fuck off you. Another thing, I've had people say this. So what's going to happen if you go to the pearly gates? I'm like, you believe in God, right? He created everybody. Well, he created me. <laughs> you know? That's I'm, right. So I was like, so he made me this way. That's right. I'm the messenger, just like you're a messenger. Dude, I, I've always said that. I go, so he, and I'm going to say to him, I was like, we good, right, dog? Say it is real. I'm right there. I'm like, we good, right? Yeah. Probably that, would be. That's why, that's why you were there, dog. You were there to get on truth to power. One of, the, G. one of the things that those Eastern religions say mm -hmm. and that physics is backed up is that we are part of everything that exists and consciousness helps to create reality. So in the world of physics, anytime you observe an experiment, you become part of that experiment. Yeah. yeah. I actually believe, and this is what I think, and I really don't know. I might be wrong, <laughs> but, but this is what I think. I think that right now we're having this experience. We're all part of God and we have different perspectives of what reality yes. is. Maybe this is God or the energy or whatever trying to understand itself. Maybe it's having a conscious experience through all of us, through everything. Yeah. Every, every thought is what is everything is everything or nothing is nothing.
But I think more so everything is everything. There is a book written called uh, What It's Like to Be a Bat. A bat? A bat. B-A-T? Yeah, like a, a bat. And it's about, it's a, it's a guy that wrote about consciousness. I think his name was David Chalmers or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And he's basically trying to get us to understand that we're having a conscious experience, but there's consciousness everywhere, right? Uh, a bat is having some type of experience. It's different than us. But we've actually discovered through science that plants actually have consciousness and make decisions. Yeah. Right. So they, they took this plant, they pushed it off. It falls. It doesn't get hurt because they made sure the plant wasn't going to get hurt, but the plant would curl its leaves up to protect itself while it fell. They pushed it off again. It curled its leaves off, pushed it off again, curled its leaves. Then, then all of a sudden it stopped curling its leaves off because it knew it wasn't going to get hurt. Were you, were were you, did you do the rat? Did we talk about the rat on here? I don't know. The rat about what they did with rats when they were saying, uh, like how long they could live and throwing them in water. Oh, you're talking about um, Universe 26 or some shit like yeah. that? Yeah. So they put them, put all those rats in water. Yeah. They swam around. And after like 15 minutes, they just let themselves drown. They said, fuck it. We yeah. can't get out. Can't We're going to die. And then they took another group of rats. They put it in the water. They at Almost 15 minutes when the motherfucker's about to give up. They pulled them out, dried them off, gave them some food, gave them some rest, put them back in the water. 48 hours, they're still swimming. Yeah. Why? Because they had hope. They had hope. And yeah. guess what? We're the rats. It's global warming. And we all have hope. We're hanging on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do we have hope? Because we get it a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, television. Thank you, propaganda. Thank you, Snickers bar. You know, they're just going to rub the balls as we fucking drowned. But I'm going with the tipper. <laughs> Maybe one last kiss. But, you know, I was actually building up to a point. I got excited about the rat thing because I knew about it. Yeah. You know, I got all excited. You know, um, bring me back to my point because I forget what the fuck I was going Um, on. You were talking about, let's see here. See, this is going to test that motherfucker if you pay attention. Um, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham. <laughs> so religious, you were talking about consciousness and oh, everywhere okay. around us. Okay, this and, is another thing plants yeah. do, right? The, oh, yeah. uh, if, I, if I'm a fucking tree and you're a smaller tree and you are lacking nutrients and you could start to die, I can make a decision to send you nutrients, right? Because everything's connected. Mm-hmm. In nature, there's no fucking separation. But we, we've built these motherfucking walls up. Right, we have all these things that separate. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because if we're separated, we're not together. Money makes a price out of everyone's life. Mm-hmm. The image of money is built on the idea of separation. This is yours. This is mine. Right in our society, it dominates every culture. Yeah, for certain. For certain, how can we ever come together in the face? Of fucking destruction with the environment, the way that it's going, right? If we're so concerned with ourselves and our own beliefs. Mm. Are we going to make it? Do you think there's hope? I think there's always hope. Mm. But just a small chance. Mm. Like negative 1%. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we probably do got to kind of wrap this thing up, dude. I, I don't know. This is a big topic and, um, 
I don't know if I did it justice. It's, you know, just like everything else we say, it's not our place to understand if we did it justice. Well, we kind of touch on a lot of different things. And yeah. I, I, this is one of those things that I think you is could gonna... go into this three more episodes, man. <laughs> well, the big thing <laughs> well, is. I guess people have been talking about this thing for the dawn of time. But the dawn of time, it's literally the conversation. We could, but I release a song a week and this is the song know, Churches. But, but... And, you know, but I, I, I kind of wonder why the God of the Bible, especially the one of the Old Testament, right? And I'm talking about more of that than anything, but, that... but the God of the Bible, why does it seem like he's an insecure, childish, racist, sexist, jealous, jealous, and completely sadistic being. That's the way it seems to me. That's just your perspective. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a question. That's a thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but here, here is a parting thought. The best thing about starting a good lie is you don't need to defend it. Mm. If enough people believe it, yep. they'll defend it for you. For you. And that's the gospel truth. Curious G. And my man, Ace Cannon. This is Truth to Power. I don't know if we figured anything out, but goddamn it, we opened up a can of worms. My church, the heart of nature. Seems like church taught all to hate ya. Business trades among the faithful. Penetrate land, grab and rape ya. Everything in nature that is sacred. You say sin, we say naked. Thrust they self on us just to save us. Preachers come and talk white eyes and trust. Then a steady diet, bumps and cuts. Bend over, then the Alright, so Sean, churches, man. It's finally that time. The legendary track, Churches. Probably the one that took us the longest to make, but one of the most special and important songs we've ever made. Wouldn't you agree? I would think that it is extremely important. Um, what you might not know is how actually I wrote this song lyrically. I don't know if you're really aware. You know that picture? No, no, no. Do you remember that picture that I sent you that I was looking down above that church? I do remember. Uh, at work, right? That one? Yeah. So I was on a swing stage, which goes up and down on the outside of a building, right? Mm-hmm. We, we were doing mm-hmm. some caulking on the outside, but there's a ledge. And we couldn't get close enough to where we actually have to caulk without getting out of the swing stage and getting onto this ledge. The ledge mm. is, is the width of a, of a ladder, right, around this building. Right. So here right. we are 20, you know, 20 plus stories up in the air. And I'm walking around on this ledge. And of course, I'm tied off. But this is where I'm writing the lyrics of this song. You know, I'm just, I'm just coming up with this shit at work, right? Like I'm trying to write it, cock, not fall off the building. And I'm looking down on this, this massive Catholic church right across the street. Um, right. I ended up taking that one picture where there's like that homeless dude that's like tried to hide out on top of the roof. I remember he was like sleeping on the rooftops. Yeah, he had a little <laughs> fire or something like that. He climbed up on the rooftop or whatever it is. And I I, I thought it was yeah. so amazing. I took a picture of it. You know, here it is like November. It's cold as fuck. And um, this dude's up there with a little fire going, you know, and I bet if they knew he was up there, he probably would have got arrested for trespassing. For sure. Well, what's interesting is they pay no taxes. <laughs> you know, what would they do if the homeless showed up and said, God sent us, he told us that we could live here. What would they do? Would they call the police and would the police show up and take those people away? Absolutely, probably not. No, but. <laughs> you know, this is just the shit that goes through my mind when I'm standing on a ledge of a building 20 stories above 
that gets inspired to write a song like Churches. You wrote? Did you write the entire? Track? No, no, dude. It's it's too complicated for all that. But like, I got the idea, and you know, like uh, there was lines in there that that came to me while I was up there. But yeah, I had to sit there and actually write write it out. You know, uh, away from there. But um, like the hook, yeah. Yeah, the hook came to me. You know, the idea of um, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. Uh, earlier when I said that it was one of the longest ones we took to make, and it wasn't long because um, it it wasn't even a revision thing. I remember we had, there's probably two or three different versions of this track, not by lyrics, but different deliveries and structures and production things. If you remember that, Sean, this one, it was one of the... Earlier songs we did, and then we ended up doing it maybe, I don't know, six or seven months of working together, and then we went and touched it up a couple months ago. It literally is one of the only songs that has been worked on through our entire relationship. You know what I mean, Sean? Like, oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. producer to MC. And, um, and we went a little Ray Charles on this thing in a way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Like, like, Ray was the first dude to really mix uh, the style of music he was doing with gospel sounds. You know, um, you know, what I say, remember that song, what I say by Ray Charles? Yes. Yes. Know, yes. And, and people freaked out because, you know, you're not supposed to sing the type of songs that he was singing about shaking your ass with, with church music, you know, in a gospel manner. Yes. No. Yeah. And we went full hip hop with this and we got the, it, when the, when the audience listens to the record, it got church choirs. It has uh, a beautiful gospel woman sample on it. The hook is just so the the hook's crazy because uh, lyrically it never changed. But do you remember like during the mixing process, it just seemed to get larger and larger and larger. Do you remember that, Sean? It like, did. Originally, it did. It's, it, it's it's almost like godlike when you hear it, like the 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 thunderous like reverb echo thing going on. It, it's it's literally sounds spiritual, right? You know what I mean? It does. I feel it is. I feel it is. I feel music is spiritual. Um. But when we first came up with a song, do you remember the instrument that I wanted to use for this? It wasn't the organ. What it was. was it? it was a pipe organ. It was the organ. It was a pipe that's organ. That's the largest. That's right. That's the largest that's right. instrument in the world. And they're they're mainly in cathedrals because you actually have to build a building around a, a pipe organ. You can't put that motherfucker in a case and carry it down the street your friend yeah, no, Eddie's you're not, house. you're not you're not booking a session at your local studio to record pipe organ like samples no dude. yeah They're and this huge. this is an instrument that i don't know of any place other than churches that have it and it was there to to give people a certain type of effect you know what i mean to overwhelm them in a way because you go back What's up? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say it, it was almost, it wasn't frustrating. It was hard to find the right organ sample, if you remember that, because like Omnisphere, they like a lot of these synthesizers and stuff have quote unquote organ sounds. And yeah, they're synthesis and synthesized to sound like an organ. But bro, I literally had to go like crate digging to find a, an actual sample to use, dude, that sounded like a genuine church organ. You remember that, Sean? They were just so synthetic and it didn't sound real or authentic, right? Oh, it was tough. It was tough to figure out the music it was tough. for this. It was tough. But we started off with that 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 pipe organ and it was too powerful of a sound. Remember, we couldn't use it because it was just too much. It took over. It was way everything. too mid-range heavy. It was taking everything up. There was no space for anything in it. That's how 
That's how powerful, like the audience might not realize how powerful an actual instrument that is, but literally that's why when you hear in church, you might hear a choir along with it, but that's it because it overpowers like everything else, Sean. Does it not, dude? It does. Bro. Yeah, and I, I thought I thought that was a fitting idea for, you know, what we're talking about, churches, because this is religion through history, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Absolutely. So, but yeah, I wanted to use that instrument because like I said, it is the largest musical instrument in the world. Um, and it kind of shows the power of not just music, but of churches, period, um, and the wealth that surrounds churches, you know, to be able to have these type of things. Um, but Yeah, because I can't imagine um, the cost it costs to build, like, a, a, a cathedral-level church organ. It's got to be... <laughs> It's got to be over a hundred grand. Easy. Those things are huge. Like the ones in like England. If you ever look at like where the pipes go, Sean, it's like all the way to the ceiling and stuff. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Dude, if, if you look like, remember the dude that, that painted up on the, the Sistine Chapel, the, the, the ceiling up there? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. So that was Da Vinci, right? Like uh, that motherfucker, he was painting up on this, this big church ceiling. I don't know if you were aware of this, but he tried to commit suicide he did not want to do what he was doing. He really? threw he threw himself off of the scaffolding because he thought it would be better to kill himself than to continue to physically do the work that he was doing at this church. Yeah, he tried to commit suicide, and that dude, he didn't want to paint, huh? Oh, he wanted to <laughs> he paint. Didn't want to he paint? was a, he was a he was a painter, right? But it was physically demanding because you're up on the scaffold all overhead, and the size of this thing is massive, right? Now the yeah, church yeah. wanted it, but this dude tried to kill himself. He threw himself off that motherfucker and broke all the fucking bones in his body. He was fucked up. And you know what I they did? How- they forced yeah. that mother back, back to health and forced that motherfucker to finish. But he had the last laugh. He did a self-portrait of himself without eyeballs inside, empty <laughs> and, and broken bones where his self-portrait has no bones in it. Right, because this is the the way he felt about the experience of being made to finish. So he got how, how high? How high when he was up there? How high would you say that is when he's up there painting that? Like I'd say he wise. was about as high as giraffe pussy. He was up there. <laughs> That's pretty high. <laughs> well, probably a bit higher than that. Maybe as high as an eagle's ass. <laughs> he was high. <laughs> I never knew the dude was just like. He's just like painting the part where they're like about to touch fingers, and he's just like, you know what? Like everybody, some has those days at work. They're just like, man, fuck, I don't want to be here. So this dude just like hurls himself yeah. off the ladder. He, he thought it'd be better to die than to, to do what he was doing. And <laughs> That's and so interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. But can you imagine the the state of mind of 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 the church. And to, he did that by this? himself too. That's what's crazy. Well, he probably he had he probably had some dudes like a little apprentices running around. I don't know, dude. Maybe he had some of that. Yeah. But you know yeah. he. He definitely was was physically forced to finish by the church. That's not no shit you paint in an afternoon, my friend. No, dude, that took probably years, I'd imagine. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine. I, I actually don't know. I, I remember reading that years ago in an article. I want to say it was in like Time Magazine or some shit like that or yeah. some, some notable thing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at the pictures. I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. You know, so I've tried to incorporate that kind of idea a couple of times into some of my own music. You know, that's freaking crazy. Dude freaking tried to commit suicide because the the sheer like that's when you, 
I've never seen that in person, obviously, but it's massive. Like, it is a massive, like, painting. Like, it's the entire ceiling of a chapel. Like, that's and, huge, and it's, it's fitting for this song because, you know, there was a couple times I almost quit this song, dude. This is another one of those songs that, you know, to try to get it right. Like, this, this song to me was the one that I was so nervous about because I don't want to... Um, to divide people away from what we're doing, but it was such an important topic. Like, how do I actually have a podcast called Truth to Power if I don't take on religion at some point, you know? But I, I wanted to handle the lyrics tastefully and accurately, you know? At the same time, I'm saying stuff like, you know, I give so much shit to the priest that it colors their teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm talking about them raping little boys, you know? Um, you know, so how do you not bring up some of this stuff? You know, and I think I got kind of pissed too when I'm sitting there standing above this church, you know, hanging out in November. It's raining, it's cold here in Seattle, right? And I'm looking right. down on this homeless dude that's up on the roof trying to hide out with a fire. You know, I don't even know how he got up there, to be honest with you. Hmm. I know I'm going to put the picture on this podcast release. <laughs> <laughs> It's a legendary picture that no one knows about. I remember you sent me that, and I was like, yeah, what the hell is that? And you're like, dude, it's a freaking homeless dude sleeping on top of a church. Yeah. So you took that? You're like, yeah, I'm up here right now. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, me and, me and Koski were up there. Actually, we were working side by side at the moment. Watch them carry their crosses. Truth never lands the way that they toss it. Not sure where y'all stand on religion. Not sure if y'all cares what faith your friendly neighborhood podcaster comes from, or if you hate any comic heathen that will burn in the fires of hell for all of eternity, possibly for telling dick jokes. I'm not sure how much work God really put into designing the dick. But if you believe in an all-knowing creator, let's look at his work. I do like the fact that when I sit down, my dick has a soft beanbag-like scrotum couch. A love seat, if you will. But the whole idea of circumcision, what the fuck is that about? A recall on design? Is this the work of an intelligent creator? Why doesn't he just start making the new ones with the upgrade, without all the genitalia mutilation? Is there a creator? You know. An all-men-are-created-equal guy? Emphasis on created. Builder, basically, of cock and balls. Unfortunately for some men, and I suppose the people that fuck them, all dicks are not created equal. Ladies, can I get an amen? Now, if you believe in an all-knowing creator, I suppose you would thank the almighty dick builder for some of the other shit he built. Like quarterbacks. These dudes are always thanking them some Jesus. Especially if they win. I just wish I knew which team Jesus was going to pick to win the Super Bowl. Shit, I'd clean up in Vegas. 
for the longest time, I was sure that Jesus was a Patriots fan, even with all the cheating. Is it weird that the winningest quarterback ever has never thanked Jesus? I'm talking about the GOAT, Mr. Deflated Balls, the God-created dick known as Tom Brady. He has never, ever given kudos to J-Bone. Even after defeating my beloved Seahawks, who, by the way, at the time had a honest-to-goodness, Jesus-loving quarterback. Journalists, once in the locker room after the big game, witnessed in Brady's locker a very small statue of the god Ganesh. He's in remover of obstacles. <laughs> that pagan bastard. Well, maybe God just really isn't into football. Or Jesus doesn't really know how to beat Ganesh in the big game. Now, if there was intelligent design, doesn't it stand to reason that God would have made some better shit? Or at least discontinue the short dick design? Makes men feel inferior. Still, if God knows his sheep, why didn't God give them dudes all the big dicks? Hey, we know that God hates the gays. Why didn't God fuck them over and give them some of them Pee-wee Hermans? Also, why did God make an appendix? Did God just put this organ up in them guts that we don't need at all, just for the fuck of it? An organ that at some point will most likely burst and kill us. That is sloppy work. For most of history, a bursting appendix was a real bummer. Doctors had no idea what the fuck to do. Oops, <laughs> my bad. Sorry you're dead. Also, why in the fuck do we have a tailbone? And no goddamn tail. Not that I want a tail, but it would be the perfect speed bump for all those sodomites with little dicks that want to butt-fuck Bob. Here's something you might not know. In the womb, we all start to grow a tail. And at some point, the fetus absorbs the tail. Is God trying to cover up his mistake? Okay, so... Let me get this straight. We lose a tail in the womb. They trim the dick at birth and perhaps a little as needed surgery to remove an appendix. I'm sure it all looked good on paper. And I suppose I could nitpick the creator for sloppy work when it comes to our bodies, malignant tumors, or fucking mosquitoes. Still, earth shit aside, let's talk Flaws in heaven, starting with the pearly gates. Let me get this straight. Heaven has a gate? <laughs> Why? Is someone trying to break into heaven? Who is the almighty being trying to deter with a fucking gate? Well, I suppose that I can picture in my mind Satan and his army of demons, hellions, fallen angels, and 
Ronald Reagan, bum-rushing heaven. As they get there, oh, shit, guys, it's our fucking gate. How can we ever devise a way in now? Hey, guys, it's just a fucking gate. I'll give you a boost. We came all the way from hell. I think we could hop a fence. Intelligent design, my ass. Seems to me, an all-knowing god wouldn't use a fucking gate to keep out Ronnie Rawhide. If and he knew someone was showing up that he didn't want to see, why not just put that all-powerful foot in their intelligently designed ass? Oh, and the next time the Hawks are on the one-yard line, put your man pants on, J-Bone, and give the ball to Marshawn. Fuck Ganesh. He don't even have t-shirts. Well, I'm glad if some of you stuck through all of that. Might have been uncomfortable. Might have been a welcome surprise. I really have no idea at this point. But I do know that next week, we're going to be having a different type of discussion. We might be kind of all over the place. Take a listen to this song. It's a little different. In fact... When we were making the music for Emptiness Filled, it actually made my producer a little bit nervous. He said we couldn't even do some of the things that we were going to do in this song. But let's see what happens when we try something original. Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate your time. I am Curious G. This is Truth to Power. Emptiness, this is where I hear thoughts clear. Pointless chatter, sounds of business by this floods my ear and I forget. I get caught up in the vibrations of this world of fear. Trying to get the wheel and street tight steer. Let backseat Jesus zip that lip. Take the wheel, Jay had your grips. We just crashed clean into all of this. They're all about the busyness of business. The foulest forms of biggest dicks. No wonder Morrison pulled out his. Screamed at us as if and we was his. Generation X rated kids. Bunch of fucking slaves. Fucking slaves. Is this what you want? Oh shit. Is that his dick? Oh hey, damn. Calm down, Jim. Slip that there right back in. Shit, now Jesus has got the wheel again. I'll get Jesus, you guys watch Jim. I just want quiet, son. Calm, clear head. Water set. Taste wet. Unmoved pool. sound through the mass calling back to earth from ego trap center self and emptiness there's no reflect no time to give hell no businesses you move too quick we both know that you won't give two squirts of piss or shit second thought keep all of it your hands are full they begun to drip you may have sit outside and sit breathe reflect drink life in if we all relax mother nature's womb could get clean again
Do you see that world from that screen? That's how narcissists used to dream. Then he fell asleep. Yeah, it seemed that mask casket where dark eyes sit. They dream still. Oh shit, this just got real. Miss America, dream reveal. Don't pick princess or that will never heal. Narcissistic echo, lost love feel. I just want quiet, silent, calm, clear head. Water set, taste of wet, unmoved pool, drank her in. It's empty first and things begin. School is a Greek word that means quiet, contemplative thought. Is that still the word we want for that structure of business types learn to hunt? Move through bells, choke down lunch. Grade A cattle, conveyor belt. Grin cuts the fat, product thins. If you got them cut, shit kids you in. American dreams is we all can win. Now stay focused, please, don't talk to Jim. That loose cannon, well, he just quit school again. Is it weird that we the people can't see the people, can't talk to other peoples with separate views or different steeples? That ain't evil, that's just people. Now, if you want to know where I get these conceptual bombs, some like the hustle, that bite fight muscle. I listen to that quiet mind kitchen, calm, that emptiness fills my cup. One clear thought and I'm caught. what you may but steer clear of Jim he just pulled out his dick again <laughs>